Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn the seventh parak of Mesechtas Psachim, Mishnah Gimel and Mishnah Dalet. Although one is not allowed to use water when they roast a Pesach, they can apply a small amount of oil or fruit juice to give it some flavor. Sachim Hashem and Truma. What if a person smears Truma oil on their carbon Pesach? Imchabur Kohanim Ayochlo. So if it's a group of Kohanim, there's no issue because they're allowed to eat Truma in Yisrael. But what if it's a group of Yisraelim who are not allowed to eat Truma, now they can't eat their carbon Pesach? Imchai, if it's prior to roasting it, Yidchu, they can just rinse it off because our raw meat does not absorb oil, which is a similar thing if milk falls on your meat. But what if they cooked it? and they have to peel off the outer layer, and then we assume that the oil didn't get absorbed any further than that. What if he smears oil of Maishashani? Maishashani, again, is the, the oil that one has to bring up to Yerushalayim and eat it there. He can't charge the value of the oil to the people in the group. Why? Because the other halach of Maishashani is, is if one is not able to bring the actual produce to Yerushalayim, you can redeem it outside of Yerushalayim, bring the money to Yerushalayim, and buy produce there. However, one is not allowed to redeem Maishashani in Yerushalayim itself. Well, if one was to, were to charge the charge the group for the oil of Maishashani um, that's smeared on this Karim Pesach in Yerushalayim that looks like he's char- he's being poda, he's redeeming the Maishashani in Yerushalayim. She ain't poda Maishashani in Yerushalayim, therefore that's forbidden. Okay, Mishnah Dalet, and for the next few Mishnahs, we're going to discuss it as follows. We know, as we've been alluding to, one is not allowed to bring sacrifices when they're impure. However, there are a few sacrifices that we say, Tumah Hutshubat Sibor. What that means is, if Rov Tzibur, if most of the Tzibur, most of the Kohanim, are, most of the congregation are in a state of impurity, we suspend the laws of Tumah and Tahara to some extent that we allow these Karbanos to be brought. Think of it as some Karbanos are so integral and so important and so needed for the congregation, we in fact will suspend the laws of Tumah so that these Karbanos can be brought. Although, as we'll see, just because they can be brought, that does not mean they can be eaten. So here are the five things that we bring in a state of Tumah, as in if most people are Tameh, but they cannot be eaten if they are if um, people are in a state of Tumah. Again, it's some things that are more important that we bring them, even though it's less important that they can be consumed. Ha'omer, the Omer offering, which is on the 16th day of Nisan, which then there allows all of the new wheat to be consumed. Sh'te'alechem, the two loaves brought on Shavuos. Lechem Apanim, which are placed in the sanctuary every Shabbos. Zivchei Shalit Sibur, the communal Shlamim, which are brought every Shavuos. Usirei Rosh Chadashim, and there are two, goat, two goats that are brought as Chathas offerings in Rosh Chodesh. All these offerings can be brought in a state of Tumah, even though they're not allowed to be eaten. This can be contrasted with a Pesach, a Pesach that is brought in a state of Tumah, is even eaten in a state of Tumah. It's a rule-breaking carbon in many ways, including this way, because the very point of the carbon Pesach is, so that it's, the main purpose is to eat, not for atonement, but to be eaten, and therefore one is allowed to eat it even when they're in a state of Tumah. I wish you all a wonderful day.